Hey love, welcome to another episode of the Modern Day P31 Woman with your host, Crystal Ingramezzi. Hey girl, how are you? I know it's been like a month since I've been away. I didn't necessarily plan on being away from you for that long, but you know, sometimes you make plans and God changes your plans. And so I've been away. I've had some very interesting experiences to say the least. Girl, if I could give you a sneak peek preview into my life, you would be shocked. Um, For this episode, this is a very special and important episode for me. And I believe a very special and important episode for you on the receiving end. I didn't plan on coming on here and talking about this today, but I feel led to do so. And oftentimes the experiences that we go through are to teach us lessons, to show us the miraculous healing power of God and to free other people through our testimony. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing more of my testimony with you. I noticed we have a lot of new listeners. So if you're new here, hey girl, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for joining our P31 community. I would ask you to subscribe to this podcast show so that you get notifications of new episodes to reach out to us on Instagram at P31WomenOrg. I love when you when you ladies reach out to us and tell, you know, tell us how much the podcast means to you, how much it's blessed you, and to also leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps our podcast show up in search. It helps our podcast get, you know, promoted to more women who would benefit from these messages. So if any episode that I have recorded here has blessed you, do me a favor, return the love, return um, the giving and, you know, um, subscribe, reach out to us on social media, share the podcast with your friends and family, your girls, and leave us ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Don't just be a receiver of the word, but be a doer of the word also. So now that I've done my announcements, let's jump into what this podcast episode is really about. Let's talk suicide. Now, before we get started, I do want to give a disclaimer. I know that oftentimes when it comes to, you know, issues of mental health or conversations that surround mental health, it can kind of be a little taboo um, and it can kind of put people in an uncomfortable situation. So I want to put your mind, your heart, and your spirit at ease. I want you to come into this episode with an open mind and an open heart. I want you to be rested so that you can receive the words that God has given me to give to you. Um, The start of my ministry was me having suicidal ideation. At the age of 24, is when I fully converted and gave my life to Christ. And that was because I was in a, how can I say, in a season of my life where I was depressed, I was anxious, um, I was disappointed by life and by people, and I had suicidal ideation. Now, suicidal ideation is just a fancy way of saying thoughts of committing suicide. And I was also in that season of my life attached to sin, which further exacerbated my desire to end my life. And so we are going to get into our scripture of the day, but I did want to start off by saying, 
if you are a woman who finds yourself in this season of your life where you have had thoughts of committing suicide, where you have had thoughts of ending your life because you feel like that is your only way of escape, most people turn to suicide because in their minds, they believe that that is the only way for them to escape. Suicide is a form of escapism a way to escape your current situation and your current circumstance, whether you are finding yourself in poverty, whether you are finding yourself suffering from, you know, financial obligations that you are unable to meet at this current time, whether you have suffered the loss of a family member or a loved one, or whether you have suffered from abuse. I come from all of those things. I have suffered the hands of all of, you know, those types of life misfortunes and even while, you know, serving in ministry. So I know what it's like to feel like life has dealt you um, a hand that you don't quite understand and that you don't feel like you deserve. I know what it's like to feel like you just don't want to be here anymore because it's too much. It's overwhelming. The disappointment is great. The suffering is great. And life can oftentimes feel overwhelming. And then you mix in social media and you constantly seeing other people's lives and how great they claim that it is, it can add fuel to the fire. So I will be touching on a couple of things in this podcast episode when I realized that I was suicidal and that's because of God. He showed me what I was struggling with. Um, God led me to read, to do research. And when I was, when I found out how messed up I was, I was reading books from neuroscientists. I was reading books from psychologists. Um, I've watched series about the brain. So I love the brain because I find it fascinating. And for me, because I was someone who was, you know, very inclined intellectually and seemingly had a quote unquote good life, I was shocked um, that I was so depressed and that I was so unhappy with my life to the point where I wanted to escape through the act of suicide. So if you're finding yourself in that situation today, this podcast episode is especially for you. And if you're someone who feels that that's not quite me, um, I pray that you continue to listen because oftentimes what leads us into seasons of loneliness and depression and anxiety and isolation is ignorance. Sometimes God places you in things and sometimes we place ourselves in things. So for those of you who may feel like you're not quite there, I'm hoping that this episode will be enlightenment and education for you. The Bible says that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And I am hoping that for those of you who are finding yourselves not in a season of wanting to commit suicide or feeling like life is too overwhelming for you to keep living it, that you will take this episode as knowledge, as education, so that you do not become prideful because pride comes before the fall. I fell into a season of depression and anxiety and suicidal ideation because I was prideful. I didn't think that somebody like me could suffer from something like that. Whenever I would hear conversations about mental health, I was like, oh, that's those people. That's not for me. That's not relevant to my life. And then it happened to me and it humbled me. And so I am hoping that for those of you who that's you, that this will be an opportunity for you to be humbled, to be educated, to be enlightened, that this can happen to you. This can happen to anyone. Suicide is not prejudiced. Suicide is not racist. Suicide can happen in the mind 
of anyone. And that includes you. So let's jump into our Anchorverse for this episode. So today's Anchorverse is coming out of Romans 12, chapter. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and it reads, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, this is a great anchor verse for this episode because it talks about renewing of the mind. I'm pretty sure in the last episode I quoted this scripture to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And we as believers know that we are renewed in our minds through reading scripture day and night, meditating on God's word, having faith in what God's word says, and actually living out God's word practically in our everyday lives. This is the lifestyle of a believer. I've mentioned several times before what it looks like to be a true disciple and believer of Jesus Christ. And that looks like someone who has given Jesus their life. Um, Jesus is not just your savior, someone who saves you from the power of sin, but he's also your Lord, someone who instructs, directs, lead, and guides you. Someone who has full sovereignty over your life, someone who has full rule. And that is who Jesus is for me. And So when we look at that scripture and we meditate on what it says, how it tells us to not be conformed to the pattern of this world, that communicates to us as believers that this world has a pattern. This world has a system. This world has a flow. This world has a frequency. This world has a vibration. And so we as believers have been called out of darkness into God's marvelous light. And because we have been called out by God through accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior through faith, we have the opportunity to not be conformed to the world's system, to not be conformed to the world's pattern, to not be a robot, (laughs) to not be a clone, to not do what everyone else is doing, to not think how everyone else thinks, to be different, right? It's an opportunity and it's a privilege So we do not, we are called to not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. This lets us know that we need a mind renewal in order to be transformed into the perfect image of who God created us to be, right? The Bible says that before we were created, God knew us, right? That's in Jeremiah. God knew us before we were created. Before we were placed in our mother's womb, God had us in mind. God had the idea to create us and we go through life and all of the twists and turns of life to be molded into the idea that God had in his mind before we got here. And we have the opportunity for that transformation to begin by the renewing of our mind. And so it's always important for us to come humble into God's presence to not come into God's presence as if we know everything because obviously we do not right and so whenever I read the Bible whenever I meditate on God's scripture I come humble as much as I know and as much as God has revealed to me through his Holy Spirit the Bible says we know in part and we prophesy in part I don't know everything right and the things that I prophesy are in part 
right? Only God knows the full picture. And so when we come into God's presence humble, it allows us the opportunity to receive all of the things that God has for us for the day and all of the things that God has for us for our seasons. In Ecclesiastes chapter three, you will find the Bible telling us that everything has a season. Everything has a season. And so in this season of our lives, God is calling us to humble ourselves so that we do not conform to the patterns of this world, that we may be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Why? In order for us to be able to attest, to test and approve what God's will is. And oftentimes, you know, there's become this uh, idolatry in Christian culture where God's will is me focused. It's me centered. It's about me, 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 right? And that is definitely a Western, um, you know, cultural thing if you are on another continent that may not necessarily be how your country gets down but i'm in america i'm in the u.s and you know western culture tends to warp a lot of things and you know it's very selfish you know god's will has to be about blessing me god's will has to be about about giving me a bait giving me a boo give me a husband give me money give me cars give me luxury give me a soft life give me 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 The Bible does not say that it's about the will of God that we make up in our mind or the will of God that we saw on Instagram or the will of God that appeases our, our, our sinful desires. No, it says God's will, his good, pleasing and perfect will. God's will. When Jesus would pray the prayer, he would say, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Before Jesus went to the cross to be crucified, as his flesh struggled with the idea of giving himself over to a world of sinners, he said, not my will, but your will be done. And I feel that in this world on this earth we have lost the essence of understanding God's will God's good pleasing and perfect will good and pleasing to who to God God's will was not created to please us it was created to please himself and when we lose sight and we lose focus of God's will that's how you become disappointed that's how you become depressed and that is how you can become suicidal because we have placed emphasis on God's will being about us and not on God's will being about that which is good, pleasing, and perfect to God. We can't preach and pray and sing songs that God is good and God is righteous and then not believe that his will is so as well. God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect to God. And we will live a life trying to understand the mystery of God's will. And so as we go into today's episode, I want you to meditate on that fact, on that truth. That's that's what's true. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Holy Spirit will convict you about. Do you understand what God's will actually is? Because if in your mind, God's will is all about you, you have missed the mark. And you will always be disappointed by life and you will always be disappointed by people because God's will is not about being perfect, good, and pleasing to you. It's about being good, 
perfect and pleasing to himself. Wasn't that deep? (laughs) Man, I tell you, oftentimes um, I make these podcast episodes for you all, but I also make them for myself. Um, I listen back to my own episodes because as I'm ministering to you, I am ministering to myself in my season, in my situation. As I told you at the beginning of this episode, this past month has been a doozy. (laughs) I don't know about you, but for me, this past month, these past three to four weeks have been interesting. And I've definitely learned a lot more about some of some things I've been not dealing with. Do you ever have a room in your house that has been unattended to? I feel like sometimes in our minds, in our hearts, in our lives, we have rooms where we have stored up mess and junk and things that have a stinky aroma to God. And we think that because we close the door, we lock it and we throw away the key that if we don't deal with it, all things will be fine. And God showed me in these past couple of weeks that the things that we choose not to deal with will deal with us. You know, um, there is a thing in this world. It's a witchcraft thing. It's called the law of attractions. And God has, you know, spoken to me about that before. I've seen spiritual things that he's revealed to me in regards to law of attractions. Um, I know a lot of you are know what law of attractions is. And for those of you who do not know what law of attractions is, it's basically this idea of putting out into the universe what you want to attract or becoming the kind of person you want to attract to attract certain things to yourself. It's very idolatrous and it is witchcraft. Um, And oftentimes we as believers can participate in the law of attractions without realizing it. Oftentimes we as Christians can attract things that are not of God and not from God because we are choosing to refuse to deal with unattended to sin. I want to ask you today, do you have unattended to sin? Is there an area in your life that that God has been dealing with you about that you have not dealt with yourself about? Because God can He can only do so much in our lives, right? God is all powerful. He's sovereign. He's God. But God cannot force you to deal with yourself. That is something that we have to choose to do. God can reveal a thing. But after God reveals a thing to us, what do we choose to do with that information? And so for me, as I mentioned earlier, when I was giving my testimony, um, when I was suffering with suicidal ideation and depression and anxiety, I was engaged in sin. I was engaged in fornication. And I think what is tends to be unclear about the communication, especially to young women, um, whether you young in age or young in spirit, right? I have women of all ages who listen to this podcast. So this is for all of us. But I think sometimes we we don't value the price that Jesus paid for our bodies. God didn't just save our souls. He also saved our bodies. When you read in Revelation, the Bible says that when we leave this earth, we will be given new bodies, right? But we're still called to be good stewards over the bodies that we have. You'll also read in scripture how the, the Bible says that our body is not our own, that we were bought with the price, right? 
Our bodies were bought with a price. You will also read in scripture how it tells us to honor our bodies because it is a vessel of the Holy Spirit. And so when we as women, as children of God, engage in sexual activities outside of God's covenant of marriage, it allows us to be opened up to demonic influence, to demonic oppression, to suicidal thoughts, suicidal ideation, anxiety, stress, pain, destruction. The Bible says in the book of James that we are led, we are enticed by our desires. And when we, when we give in to that temptation, it produces sin. And when sin is full grown, it produces death. And so as I was living a lifestyle of fornication, the death I experienced was a death to purpose. It was a death to being connected to God. It was a death to being connected to my own body's functions and systems. I had lived a life of suppressing my emotions and using sex as a form of escapism for so long that when my body was giving me signals of depression, of depressive thoughts, I was ignoring them. I was dead to my own senses and it almost led me to being dead from life. And I feel like for, for a lot of you under the sound of my voice, you may feel like you are dead to life, like you are numb, like you were just going through the motions, you're just living life, you're just surviving, you're just waking up each and every day, but you are dead to life. May the words of this, may the words and the sounds of this podcast episode bring life to dead bones. May it bring life to dead bones. May it restore that which has been dead. May it restore that which has been broken. Whether you are suffering from a broken heart from the sin of others or you are suffering from brokenness because of the sin of yourself, the Bible tells us that when we engage in sexual sin, we commit a sin against ourselves. And the practices that I was engaging in as a lukewarm believer led me into a season of depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts and de- and demonic oppression. I was demonically oppressed. Suicide is not just a mental idea. It is also a form of demonic oppression. When you read about one of the stories in the in the New Testament where Jesus um, cast out a legion of demons from a man who was in the wilderness cutting himself. When Jesus asked the man, who are you? He was talking to the demons that were oppressing him. And it was a legion of demons. I think what we tend to also forget as believers is that when you engage in sin, you open yourself up to demons. You're giving demons access and demons come in packs. They don't come by themselves. You'll read of a scripture in the Bible that says when a demon has oppressed a person and that demon leaves, but the house is cleaned, meaning the Holy Spirit does not enter in to take rule over that person's life, that demon will come back with seven more deadlier demons. And so when we have this idea of like self-help, all I got to do is get a therapist and read a book. Yeah, get a therapist, read a book and have the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the only spirit that is going to keep your house on guard to prevent other demons from entering back into the vessel that we allow them to come into. That's Bible, that's scripture, that's fact. I'm not saying what I've heard. I'm saying what I've lived and experienced. And as a survivor of suicidal ideation and depression, as a, as a, as a witness of what God did for me, 
I can tell you that from firsthand experience. If you are a woman who is participate, participating in engaging in sexual activity and you think that you good, there is a death on the other side of that practice. You will experience death, whether it's a death to your purpose, a death to a future marriage, a death to future children, a death to a, a functioning and you know God-serving household, a death to faith. There will always be a death. What the Bible says is true. It's not true only if we believe and receive it. It's true because God said it's true. Whether you believe God or not, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God is true and it will be. When God said, let there be light, light followed God's word because God spoke it. So it's true whether we believe it or not, whether we receive it is whether we want to decide, oh, well, I haven't you know, experience anything yet. Yeah, not yet. Pride comes before the fall as the more seasoned folk will say, keep on living and you'll see for yourself. Or we can choose to believe the report of the Lord. And if God says, if you go down this path, it leads to destruction, that we trust, honor, and obey him. And we turn the other way. That's what repentance looks like. Repentance looks like Humbly coming to God and saying, yes, I am a sinner, accepting God's word and God's will for our life and going the opposite way into a path of alignment that looks like what God's word actually says. God has given us all the opportunity to repent. And whether you are a believer or a non-believer, you have an opportunity to repent. And that is the grace and the mercy of God, that he doesn't just leave us in our sin. He doesn't just leave us in our mess right? He gives us the opportunity to repent. And so if that is you right now, under the sound of my voice, if you are a woman who is engaging in the act of fornication or idolatry or any other kind of sin, and you think that you're going to get away with it, nobody can escape the word of the Lord. The Bible says that heaven and earth will pass and God's word shall remain. It is true. It has always been true. It'll always be true. You cannot escape what God says. You will experience death if you continue to sin. Sin full grown leads to death. There will be a death attached to your act of sin. And so as someone who has lived it and someone who is, I've been, I've been a lot of stuff, right? And I'm very honest with you, with you women on this podcast, because I feel like honesty in ministry is important, right? I can look at a woman and I can discern what she is engaging in. I can look at a man and I can discern spiritual discernment, what he is engaged in. I can tell what sin a person is engaged in by looking at them and listening to them and watching how they walk. I can discern what spirits they're attached to. I can discern what spirits entice them because I have been exposed to so much through experience and spiritually that, that I that I could I could just tell you. So this is not a judgment, right? This is not a judgment. This is an opportunity for repentance as I am communicating to you my story and my testimony of how I lived a sinful lifestyle and how God delivered me. He delivered me from the the legion of demons that were oppressing me. He delivered me from suicidal ideation and he delivered me from the overwhelming pressure 
of depression and anxiety. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I have never thought about suicide since then. I'm not going to sit here and say I have never felt feelings of depression or anxiety before because I have. Being in ministry and being the only one in my family who serves the Lord and being the first one to plant the seeds of what I do in ministry for the kingdom of God in my lineage. No, I experience tribulation on a daily. And even being in ministry, even being called out, even being a Christian can make you want to commit suicide. There are pastors who have committed suicide. There are many Christians who have committed suicide. And that is why my heart is heavy for this topic because there tends to be this belief that if you are a Christian, that you will never have an idea to commit suicide or you will never be depressed or you will never have anxiety. Um, no, you will not be oppressed if the Holy Spirit lives in you, but you may have feelings of that. You may have thoughts of that. You may want, you may have a desire for that. Some things aren't taken away immediately. Some things are brought out of you over time. And so for those of you, this will be a spectrum of people who listen to this podcast episode. For some of you, you are on the verge of it. You have thought about it. You have written the notes. You have sent the text messages. You have prayed the prayer that God will forgive you for what you have decided to do. I am hoping and praying for you that when you hear this episode, you feel God's love for you. God does not want you to leave this earth without experience, experiencing his goodness, his joy, his peace, his comfort. There is a scripture in the Psalms of David that says, I would have fainted had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living for those of us who are still living and suffering, God wants us to stay here long enough to see his goodness in the land of the living. God doesn't want you to suffer and end your life. Suicide, the act of suicide is a sin. It makes you God. And that is idolatry. We have been given an opportunity to repent. When Judas, who was a disciple of Jesus Christ, when Judas betrayed Jesus and turned him in, right, to be crucified, when Judas felt the weight and the, the guilt of that decision, he committed suicide. He killed himself. He did not open himself up to the understanding and the truth that God is so loving that even in our sin, even in our mistakes, he has given us an opportunity to repent because although you may be struggling, although you may be suffering, although times may be hard, although things may be difficult for you, God still wants you to know that he is good and that he has goodness waiting for you. If you will keep on living, if you will keep on going, if you will believe the report of the Lord that God is good, God is merciful, God is close to the brokenhearted, and yes, God loves you with his whole heart, with his whole life, so much so that he gave his life for us. God wants you to continue living life because he wants you to see his goodness in the land of the living. 
So thanks to your downloads, we've opened up our listener support feature, which allows listeners of the Modern Day P31 Woman podcast to support us through a small monthly subscription. Partner with us as we continue to spread the gospel to modern day P31 women around the world. Click the link in our show notes to support. Did you enjoy today's podcast episode? Do me a favor and head over to Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast streaming service that you use and leave us a rating and review. Doing this favor for us and doing this favor for me, your girl, will help us to reach more women who are in need of the messages, of the encouragement, of the inspiration, of the life that God has put in these words to help you and to help those who he wants to reach. This is ministry. This is a global podcast ministry. So I would ask that you continue to lift the Proverbs 31 women's organization up in prayer as we continue to be obedient to the calling, you know, on my life and on the life of this organization and that you will help us and support us and partner with us um, to have these messages reach the world and to reach all over the globe by rating us and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast streaming service that you use. I would appreciate it and we all would appreciate it and it will be an opportunity for you to be obedient and to partner with what God is doing in the earth. Thank you for listening and I hope and pray to talk with you again soon. Bye.